What's going on with DC? Or rather, is there even still a DCEU? Let's talk about the whole DCEU fiasco in this episode of Pixel. Okay, alright. Welcome to our, what, third episode? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! (laughs) So we're back with our movie episode of uh, the week for uh, this new year. So before anything else, I am your moderator, the week together with... I'm Core. And for this episode, we will be talking about, or actually more of like, revisiting... Because I th- I, th- I think we've already discussed this like, a lot of times. Yeah, already. a lot of times. Rather, we're actually very much hopeful, like in the previous mm-hmm. episodes or previous episodes mm-hmm. about um, you know DCU getting to be like trying to get back up on its on its feet. Yeah, be, like there, maybe there's hope for yeah. the DCU with the new management of uh, Discovery and um, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. But apparently, apparently, uh, to start off with the several cancellations of the DC shows. So I think most or everything, their offerings were canceled with the exception of, I think, uh, what's this, Teen Titans? Or Titans, Titans, the series. Yeah. The series, and wow. I think it's uh, being shown in Warner or not. Uh, but everything else was canceled. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Like uh, I think I believe the Flash on CW is coming to an end finally. Mm-hmm. Finally, after yeah, know, nine seasons, like I think, I think Barry Allen's already tired physically, mentally, and him being the actor as well. Grant mm-hmm. Gustin is already tired of being the Flash. So, <laughs> um, but you know, aside from all of those, the cancellations and whatnot. Uh, at first, I thought we had like uh, there was hope mm-hmm. with James Gunn. Manning the big guns yeah. of Warner Brothers that there was going to be hope. And news came out after the Black Adam, uh, you know, the fake reviews and whatnot, uh-huh. the fake boostings by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, that Henry Cavill's return was actually just a ruse. That uh, Henry Cavill, like him sacrificing his role in Stint as being Geralt of Rivia in the, in the Witcher series. Uh, to return as Superman, and several posts of him like saying that I'm back, welcome home, whatnot, and all of this was actually just a ruse. Hmm. It's actually fake news. Well, it's, not, it's not actually fake news. It's more of like short-lived. Short-lived. Yeah, that's that's a proper term for this because I think uh, genuinely uh, they really plan on bringing him back, but unfortunately, given the circumstance that they're in that James Gunn's gonna be heading and I think they evaluated everything it's gonna be too hard for them to give it at this point because uh, I guess by now we've seen that the the Flash movie wouldn't be like a Flashpoint Paradox uh, story so I think he, he's on uh, on a situation wherein either they can move forward with the characters that they want, but it's going to be too complicated given the fact that Ezra is also has gotten really complicated over the years. And 
that, that's um, another thing. That's another yeah. thing. Because, um, like in the previous months, I was under the impression that um, Ezra, after you know his whole turmoil and stuff and his personal shit, mm-hmm. that he's come to terms with DC, with DC, and they've talked to him that he's gonna try to get back on track. So I was thinking, oh, okay, maybe there's hope for for it, the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, it's a it's a different story altogether. So I mean. What what the hell's happening, man? I mean, you know, or is it really? It, maybe this is the effect of the pandemic, or like you probably know, like, uh, mentally. It's, it's a long shot, but yeah, I, I can see. That I, I find it funny. Story. I mean, why reveal to the public or release a press statement? That, oh, hey, I'm back, and then all of a sudden, only to cut people off from their hope. Kind of defeats the whole, you know, the S type uh, of hope. Yeah, but but um, but yeah, going again with with everything that that has happened, he announced it prior to James James Gunn's hiring. So after he was hired, and that's the time that uh, they talked, and he got put it off. And uh, this is who's it? This is Cabell, right? Cabell, Cabell, yeah. But uh, nonetheless, it, it, it's it's sad to hear that um, Henry Cabell is basically gone. But with everyone else is gonna be gone. Yeah, well, I, I believe that all of us are sad that Henry Cavill is gone. The others are just flattered. <laughs> no, I mean Gagado <laughs> is like he's like for me the the like the Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman. Yeah, I do understand it at first. Yeah, I, I understand that she's like a good Wonder Woman, especially with that in a sense. Um, Diana came for like a mythology, so it's kind of it runs cool. the roots. It runs yeah, the roots. Yeah, uh, she's Israeli, Israeli, Middle Eastern to near, near the culture. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's it, that's a better choice than just they don't whitewashing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but um, what 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 about Namor? Oh oh oh, Tanner Hoy. Well, as far as the uh, Namor is concerned, Namor, <laughs> Namor. <laughs> well, uh, I think it was an interesting twist since um, they they deviated from Namor being the king of Atlantis. So I think it was a good twist, even though people are divided. I kind of support the decision, not because it's Marvel, but. It's, uh, but it's it's more of like understanding where they came from, and, and it was a good substitute. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, they evaded Namor coming from from Atlantis since you already have Aquaman uh-huh. that has been established for quite some years that he's like the king of Atlantis. So, so you mean to say that this Namor is like he's he's from a different land? Um, the Namor here, they, they derive a new backstory for Namor here in um, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda yeah, and um, I felt it was seamless. I mean, it was, it was a cool um, deviation from the actual Namor that we know. He, he is, um, how do I say this? He Submariner. Is, yeah. <laughs> um, his, what they call this, his convictions are clear. His intentions are clear that he. Uh, ultimately, he just wants to protect his um, yeah. kingdom. Yeah. In a sense. But yeah, going back to DC. <laughs> We're getting sidetracked. Yeah. 
Again, folks, it's, 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 it's just target. two things, two things with chorus. It's Final Fantasy VII <laughs> and MC. But yeah, it's 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 sad what happened, what's happening right now. But at the same time, promising. And on my point of view, since uh, I'm kind of looking forward and how they're gonna um, move forward with with everything that they have right now. I mean, they, of course, they're gonna reboot Superman. Uh, if they're gonna reboot him, I guess I would love to see the old Superman back. The the very optimistic Superman. The Superman who's gonna try to do everything. The, the perfect Superman. Superman is wearing his underwear. But that'll, be, that'll be part of the package. That's his only flaw. That's the part of the package. <laughs> hey, I, I, mean, I, I understand. I get it. But you know, then again, there's so much potential that was lost, right? I mean, so much uh, material that's already been that laid out the foundations. I mean, sure, I understand. Uh, we're actually hoping that there could be like some kind, some sort of like multiversal, um, multiversal approach to the heroes. Maybe like three different generations of Batman, like Ethan, Affleck, Bale, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. Also, like Pattinson to be like more of like the new 52 version. Yeah. You know how they introduced like the new 52, right? They did the Golden Age superhero thing. Other, mm-hmm. and I mean, I was actually hoping that that's, it's gonna be something as big as that. But you know, lo and behold, we got Peacemaker. What the actual F? It's like it's like you know. At least you get something. It's like it's like John Cena literally saying. In front of the rock, you can't see me because the rock is out. But then again, you know, I didn't really like rock the these in anything. No, no, I mean not in anything, but no, I don't like him in my superheroes. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just that because you know, first time around, you know, here, here, let's like, just you know, let's deviating a bit from from our topic, right? Mm-hmm. We're in the world, GI Joe, man. G.I. Joe is like Duke Duke is the real American hero it's like the D.G.I. Joe then all of a sudden uh-huh. Rock comes into the picture then Duke dies <laughs> what the F next film Fast and Furious you, you, you know that Fast and Furious is synonymous with Dominic Toretto like it's Vin Diesel man mm-hmm. it's like it's his film mm-hmm. all of a sudden like Rock comes in but to be fair with, with um, Wayne Johnson and Fast and the Furious, he made it more interesting. Nah. Yeah, he did. Nah, nah. He did. The introduction of Hobbs is to us, like, um, it just con- the villain. It convoluted the story, man. It's not really. It's like it, it's, it made its own spin off, which is like pure well, as, macho actually, BS. Actually, the spin off, I think, is more of like an offshoot of, um, I don't know how to say this with, with the rock and everything, but um, throwing it aside. Uh-huh. Hobbs within the Fast apart from the Hobbs and Shaw I think he was a fun addition with everything because everything was just so bland really? yeah I mean apart from Paul Walker and Vin, Vin Diesel apart as well with Gal Gadot at that time uh, who, who, are, who are the characters that are really memorable I mean even even um, I mean, Ro- Roman Pierce is memorable <laughs> but it's more the comedic relief yeah yeah yeah, so the introduction of Hobbs gave them like another person with like a strong personality, personality. who's clashing with Dom. 
that has he's like the antithesis of Dom in a sense that's why I, I like his character in, in, in the film whatever drama happened after it's just something else that uh, can be discussed with the Fast, Fast and Furious franchise but going back with the DCU once again uh, I think that the only flaw with with Black Adam is that they made him too much in line as a hero more than a villain. They, they tried to reason out his actions. I mean, they tried to give uh, justifications with his actions in order to prove that he's somehow um, an anti-hero. An anti-hero. Yeah, in a sense. But I would prefer that if we saw like Black Adam it's not in the the current era it's more of like his real origin story back there wherein he fights with Captain Marvel that yeah. would that would have been a better movie for yeah, him yeah, yeah. that's actually that's actually another bad move then again uh, when Black Adam was conceived uh, the, the movie it was pre-James Gunn I mean yeah, pre, it's pre-James like Gunn. one of those movies that were like already Pipelines. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's another thing that people are clamoring about, or like they're complaining and stuff, because, you know, we're actually, the people were hoping or were really looking forward to a clash between Shazam. Yeah. And Black Adam. Yeah. I mean, that's it, right? I mean, we all know that uh, Black Adam is Shazam's uh, his counterpart. Yeah. This is uh, like rival. Mm-hmm. Of sorts, yeah. It kind of defeats the purpose of what, what happened. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, you know how DC DC has so much source material and backstory in the, that's already been told in the animated films. Yep. I mean, there's several Batman uh, featured featured animated films yeah. out there. It's, it's, it's really good. The Killing Joke, Hush, you know, whatever else there is. But you know, still they can't keep up with the actual production cycle. I don't know what uh-huh. they're doing. It's like as if they're always trying to like, oh, I, I have this, I have this vision. I want to do something different, <laughs> and they always end up like starting from scratch mm-hmm. without even number one respecting the already laid out foundation for the character. Like you know, how many Batman origin stories have we have? But uh, well, actually, in fairness to whatever they did, it's more of like a uh, good standalone film. But if they're if they're moving towards like a shared universe thing, it was it was a really bad move for them. No, no. I mean, you know, I don't I, I don't think they're gonna do it that way in the first place. It's just it defeats the whole purpose out of it. Yeah, but I think part of the problem is they're trying to recapture the magic of the Joker of Heath Ledger too much. Uh, yeah, because um um I remember I said in the previous episode, I mean the Batman episode that um, Robin, uh, Robert Pattinson's uh, portrayal is the best Batman for me. Uh-huh. Uh, as a film, it's one of the top because he's portrayed as the as a detective more than anything else. But at the same time, um, revisiting um, the Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, that's the part two, right? Yeah. With the Joker and everything. Um, what what the Joker did back then was really awesome in the sense that he proved. Everyone that he was right, even with with what Batman stands for. I mean, he's trying to be like uh, he's trying to be uh, someone who is within the law, but he's a vigilante one uh, at the same time. So throughout the whole movie, the Joker ultimately won, yeah, even though he was 
technically defeated. He won as far as principle is concerned. And yeah, I think I have, they're trying to recapture that magic. I have to agree with that. It's like, um, you know, Heath Ledger really have made a big impact in mm-hmm. that movie in the sense that no one was able to capture it just like him. Yeah. yeah no, no one. And you're, and you're saying, Corey is actually saying that DC is trying too hard mm-hmm. to like to recapture that, that, that what, whatever I, I, happened with Heath Ledger. I don't think it's ever gonna be like that. I mean, look at look I at agree. Joaquin Phoenix and, and his portrayal of the Joker. I mean, it was by all means it was like a hands down performance, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was good, but he was a league of his own. But it was different, right? Yeah, I mean, he didn't try to be back of different societal exactly, issues and yeah. stuff. He didn't try to be like Jack Nicholson. He didn't try to be like a Heath Ledger. He, it was a league of his own. It was mm-hmm. like different. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, I really don't know what uh, DC and Warner are up to. They're saying that they have like at least seven to ten years uh, uh, plan that's already laid out the foundations. Just trying, trying to, uh, they're asking for people to just give them a chance to lay it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Here's to hoping that they'll be able to catch up or at least know what they're doing, because uh, the gears are already turning and. Um, even though we are actually personally, I was hoping that this would be their answer to the dwindling quality of Phase Four huh? by the MCU. Hmm. So, but you know, apparently not. Apparently not. But um, I think there there's hope here. Hope, uh, hope like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's like there's like a big hope in turning this around, given that they're gonna revamp this. Uh, James Gunn has seen the success that Marvel has done. I mean, he has been a part of the success yeah, that Marvel before did. being fired. And I think as of the moment, even Marvel is rooting for DC. I know, I know. There was, there was the, the like, mere, I mean, the mere fact that they're mentioning Superman and Batman in yeah, their, in their, their movies really yeah. says a lot. Yeah, that they want. Remember, they mentioned it in the Eternals. Yeah. Not just Eternals. I think they mentioned Batman in Wakanda. Oh, really? If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Oh. But um, regardless, they started mentioning these characters. So, and, and somehow, um, with with James gone at the helm, um, I'm 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 quite I'm quite excited to see what they're gonna come up with because at the very least, I know that they understand the formula of Marvel, which is take your time, uh, don't rush things. Uh, do it in, in a manner that uh, people uh, will be hooked up. Don't um, yeah, basically don't rush everything. Yeah. yeah. And um, as far as that is concerned, I know he understands that. So that's at least one thing that he is capable um, of doing, doing and is and is on on like an advantage over Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah. With that being said, it's still a different case with. What material they're gonna do, and how it's gonna be portrayed. Yeah. And so far, what we saw from James Gunn and his Marvel outings more of like comi- uh, comedic. Comedic, movie. yeah. yeah. Um, but you know what? I'd prefer James Gunn any other day than Taika. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, Taika is not for everybody. Yeah. So uh, I guess you know pretty much uh, to cap off our episode uh, for our um, closing, our final thoughts. I mean, again. You know, DC has a lot of 
room for potential. Like a lot of source materials, very rich storylines. And I mean, plus, I, you know, me and my brother, we always you know, discuss this as we go along the way. What the hell are they doing? Um, it's like they're really good when it comes to the animated feature films. I, I remember I, I, I wasn't even aware of the existence of the JSA, but when I watched that Justice League or the JSA special feature with like I, uh, Flash from the future, time travel, passport war. And then he met the JSA with the Golden Age Flash, Jay Garrett. It was so good. I mean, it got me reacquainted to the, oh, okay, so these are these guys are the JSA. It's like yeah. the, the, the B-rated Justice League. But, you know, when it comes to translating that or to uh, like bringing that over to the big screen, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with the formula. Definitely. So, I mean, I don't know what floats, what, I don't know what float, this floats their boat, but, uh, I hope, I sincerely hope that they get turned in on. How about you, Cor? Final thoughts. Well, uh, for me, with with everything that's happened with with the DCEU, I do hope that letting go of uh, Henry Cavill will be worth it. With whatever they come up with, um, I mean, it's gonna be a tough ask. We have discussed Marvel and DC for the longest time, even even to the fact, even I mean, even to the point that. Um, we've established that the problem with DC characters are they are basically gods, so it's hard to resonate with them. I mean, yeah. they're trying to humanize these yeah, characters. Yeah. I think we know are gods. almost gods. Yeah. I in think their, that's, in another, that's, that's another um, angle that people were looking at with you know the things that they hated with uh, Zack Snyder. It's like yeah. because he always portrays the heroes as gods. Mm-hmm. Then that it removes their humanity and part of it. Well, um, I mean, I mean that's 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 the thing with the Snyder verse. I mean, they try he tried to humanize. humanize these people too much that it really um Backfired. it really missed, missed this who these characters yeah, are. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, I think he went too much of an injustice route wherein it's it's something that should have been done as like a blind side yeah. since uh, what made injustice good is we had uh, the Superman that we know right now for for a very long time and then injustice just snap of a figure he lost Lois he lost it and then that's what made it so good yeah. and even then it is an alternate universe and you still have the 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 Superman that we know and love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, if we're gonna go to the end of the story of, of the first year of Injustice, that, that Superman came to that world to defeat the Superman who has basically gone mad. I think it was like New 52 Superman. I think that. more or less. But uh, th- th- that's the thing. We, we, we With the Snyderverse and, it, and it's dark, whatever, uh, I think it really hurt what... Um, what potential it might have since we saw Superman already killed someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's too much inconsistencies with Batman as well. Like, he doesn't know who Clark Kent was. I mean, it would be awesome. If, I mean, there's a lot of things to say about what happened with the Snyderverse. But, um, yeah, um, just just to keep this short, I do, I do wish that whatever they're planning would be up to par or at least like three fourths as decent as how the MCU started. Well, hoping to that as well. 
So uh, there you have it, folks. Uh, how about you guys? What do you think if uh, what's happening with the DCEU or if there's even a DCEU right now? Uh, share your thoughts with us by following us on Facebook and, of course, joining the discussion via Discord. Don't forget to hit that rate button on Spotify as your sharing and rating will go a long way. So there we go. Once again, I am the V together with Core, and we are Pop, Pop Pixel. Pixel. Pop Pixel serves for fresh weekly content on film, video games, and culture. New episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast apps. Do you love our content? You can support us on our Patreon page for our future episodes and productions. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel for weekly featured videos.